Welcome to the Notary Ninja Show with author, entrepreneur, business developer, and, well, ninja master, Mark Sias. We discuss side hustles, business opportunities, scams, leveling up, and so much more. Just don't argue with the name could cost you your You can reach Mark at Okay, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another episode of the Notary Ninja Show. We have a very special guest here. His name is Brandon Liebowitz. Did I say that right, Brandon? Yep. Yeah. And uh, so he is with SEO Optimizers. He has an interesting story. He has started this SEO business. And uh, of course, I would love to hear about that and how he quit his job because it's way more fun being an entrepreneur than it is uh, working for the man. <laughs> um, but uh so we're going to uh, we're going to have him on here. We'll ask him a few questions, maybe some takeaways you might be able to to help out in your own business. So, Brandon, welcome to the Notary Ninja show. Thank you for having me on today. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like I said, I checked out your YouTube channel. You got some really interesting stuff on there. Um, guys, go look, the, go look Brandon up on YouTube. He has a lot of content on there, a lot of good stuff, a lot of good interviews. So Brandon, tell me your story. Tell me how you got started in SEO. I read a little bit of it uh, that you had somebody built you a website and then you in turn did some SEO stuff for them and then kind of realized you had this whole thing. So tell me a little bit about it. Yeah, I just kind of fell into it. Got my degree in business marketing. And after I graduated from school back in 2007, the first job I got out of school was helping a company out with their digital and I don't really know much about digital marketing. They said, don't worry, we don't know much either. We're going to learn alongside with you and take you to classes and workshops and seminars. And I was helping out with their SEO, doing social media, doing some paid ads, doing email marketing and everything works to get traffic, but SEO is just a way to get free traffic. So I thought, why spend money on paid ads when you could get up there for free? And over the years would work at different companies and different advertising agencies as a director of SEO and before work or after work. and on my lunch breaks, so I'd work on my own company and eventually built it up to where I was able to quit my job and focus solely on this and been doing that ever since, helping people tap into that free traffic from Google. Yeah, that is awesome. Uh, free traffic is definitely the way to go. I think that um, especially for somebody who's beginner to novice, uh, I, I my opinion is that it's harder work. There's more work involved, I think, when, it, when we start thinking about the content and stuff, but definitely um the free traffic it, it seems to me my experience personally and, and let me ask you what your opinion on this is is that the traffic that you get for free is a higher intent traffic even than the paid traffic usually it's going to be a little bit better because people see through the ads and organic tends to convert a little bit more than paid ads good deal so now they didn't teach you any of this stuff in college so you said you kind of were working for a company and just figured it out as you go what did that journey look like I was just reading a lot, testing, going to workshops and seminars and classes and just trying to learn as much as possible and then testing and seeing what works and what doesn't work, but taking action. Because if you just keep reading and reading, it's not going to do much. You got to take action and really test and play around and see what actually works and what does not work. Yeah, kind of put it into practice, right? It seems like 
over the scope of, and you've been doing this for a while, obviously, but it seems like for me, my experience over the last several years, SEO hasn't changed much. Um, algorithms change a little bit, but it seems like the advertising, when we get into digital advertising, it's all over the map, man. I can't learn it as fast as they change it. Yeah, I mean, everything's changing with digital. It's constantly changing. It's always going to be something changing, Google changing, their algorithm every single day, social media sites emerge, disappear, some get more popular than others, they move features around, they move buttons around, there are new ad platforms or features with the ads that you can run. So it's a lot of just staying up to date and just trying to kind of read, learn, listen to interviews, podcasts, watch YouTube videos, and just try to learn as much as you can and then take action because what works in the past doesn't necessarily work in the future. It for the most part, should be good with SEO, but you never know because Google changes pretty much all the time. So it's just trying to stay up to date with all those changes. Right, right. So walk me through a process. Let's say somebody, they start a, a service-based business and they're in a local area. You know, they basically cover a, a 15, 20 mile radius, um, but they want to have this web exposure as opposed to paying for you know, local stuff, you know, whatever that might be, um, ads and ads in local, you know, community flyers or what I know I get junk mail every day that is a, a roofing contractor or plumber or whatever that uh, I'm just not interested in. But it seemed to me like their money would be better spent if they just people are going to search for them when they want them. So what would the walk me through the process? What would that look like for somebody? They get a website up. What happens next? Uh, it really depends on what type of business you are. It's going to be a little bit different if you're a local business and you want to focus on getting on like Google Maps and the more maps you're on, the higher you're going to rank. So getting on the Google Maps and Apple Maps and Bing Maps mm -hmm. and Yellow Pages and MapQuest. And the more maps you're on, the more trust Google is going to give to you that you really are a legitimate business because if you're just, let's say, like a contractor, a roofing contractor and Google sees you on Google Maps, that's good, but they don't believe that you really are there. Because if you're a contractor, you should be on other websites. The more websites that you're on that have your business name, address, and phone number listed on them, the more trust Google's going to give to you and the higher they're going to rank you on Google Maps. Then you also have to work on optimizing your website, putting gotcha. keywords in the, in the coding. Because what we see and what Google sees is different. Google is looking in the coding for you to put keywords. So got to go in different areas of the website and put those keywords in the different aspects. Every platform is going to be a little different of where you put those keywords one place that's not tech savvy that anyone can do is just add more text to every single page on your website. You don't have to go into the coding, but just add more text, the more text you have on each page, the more the search engines are going to be able to understand and know what keywords you're tar targeting. So content is really one of the more important aspects of SEO yes. that anyone could do pretty easily without knowing coding. And that's going to make the search engines really happy. Google likes words. <laughs> um, like Yes. Uh, so with the map placement, is this the concept I've heard about called map stacking? Is that what that is? Uh, creating like a, a multiplicity of map pins? No, you want to be on other maps. So if you're just okay. like, if I'm a dentist and I'm on Google Maps, Google's going to be like, do we really want to send people to your dental office? Because you're just on Google Maps. That doesn't build any trust up because anyone can get listed on Google Maps. So gotcha. they want to see that you're on like WebMD, you're on like Vitals, you're on 
if you get on Wikipedia, you, but then getting all those maps like Yelp and Apple Maps and Bing Maps and Yellow Pages and all these other third-party gotcha. sites. So not having a bunch of pins. I think you're talking about it's like adding pins on Google Maps and having directions and things like that, which gets a little not more technical and confusing. And yeah. it's good. But not as important. Google's looking for consistency, not consistency, name, address, and phone number. The more places your business name, address, and phone number is listed on the internet, the more likely that you really are or do have a physical location, but that still doesn't build enough trust. They're not going to just rank you just because you have 20 map listings or 100 map listings. There's the content on the on your Google My Business profile or Google Business profile, making sure that you have images with keywords in them, making sure the reviews have keywords, making sure you embed the map on third-party sites. And Google looks at signals from like driving signals and looks at questions that people ask and your responses to those questions. And there's a lot of that goes into the map. So that's why that's, you know, it's not really one size fits all. If you're an e-commerce website and selling products, then none of that matters. And then you got to figure out, all right, how do I structure my website in a hierarchy that makes sense that Google's going to be able to read and understand and categorize it. So it's easy to navigate through and, it's going to be a little different for every business. Gotcha. Now I hear words like on-site SEO and off-site SEO. Is are both of those in your scope, or you you work on on-site or mostly off-site SEO? SEO is like a puzzle. There's a lot of pieces to it, and you want to put all those pieces together. Some pieces are a lot bigger than others, but if you skip a couple pieces, it's probably not going to be as effective. So you want to make sure you try to do everything, but some are more important, more important than others, like the content, very, very important. Making sure you have good text on every single page. And then that's on-page SEO. So on-page SEO is anything you go in and make changes to your coding on the website or make changes to your website. Unfortunately, Google doesn't care what you put on the website because none of that matters without you building trust. And the way you build trust is through what is called off-page SEO, getting other websites to talk about you. The more websites that talk about you, the more trust Google's going to give to you. And then they look at those keywords on your website, but it doesn't really work the other way around. You have to get Google to trust you and getting Google to trust you is not easy. But once you get Google to trust you, then they're going to look at those keywords on your website to figure out what to rank you for. That's a great explanation. You know, that is a really great way of breaking that down and explaining it. I don't think I've ever heard it in uh, such an easy to understand uh, methodology. Um, Usually it's uh, everybody kind of makes it sound a little more ethereal, but that's a really good um, explanation of that SEO process. You know, backlinking, Google's trusting you, quality content. Now, in your line of work, do you create content for people or you just optimize their content? What's kind of what's your scope there? No, do both. So create the content for them. Most business owners don't want to just sit there and write all this content and blogs and articles and press releases, but some do, and then I'll go in and optimize it for them. But it just depends on how involved they want to be. But most of the time I'll take care of it for them. Gotcha. Gotcha. So you're big, that's <laughs> long form content is a, is a bit of a project. So it's not like you're a pretty busy guy, I guess. It definitely takes a lot of time to do SEO. It's not quick and easy. Unfortunately, you got to build. Now, that stuff up. are there any tools that you use in your business to help you with that? Or you just, you've done it long enough that you can kind of just freehand this stuff. No, you need to have tools to look at backlinks and things like that, because 
Otherwise, you're not going to be able to see your competitors' backlinks. So you have to pay for tools like Ahrefs or Moz yes. or SEMrush will help you look at backlinks and you need tools to look at keywords or figure out what the search volume is for keywords because you don't know how many people are searching for dentists near me or dentists near me, having the plural, because each one is going to have a different amount of search volume. And you don't want to just guess. You want to use tools like the Google Keyword Planner and there's tools to track rankings and there's a yes. lot of tools that you want to use more tools you use the easier your life is going to be because you want to make things easier and automate as much as you can that way you can focus on the more important things and not just get bogged down in the things that aren't that important that take a lot of time and absolutely so let me ask you this since i do a little i do a little of my own seo i can't i could tell you that it's working uh probably somebody like you would make it work a lot better um but uh, I, so I use uh, Hrefs and uh, I also use the Moz toolbar. Do you have a favorite and why? Uh, no, just pick one. You don't need to buy all of them. They're all pretty much the same. Moz, Hrefs, SEMrush. They're going to show you pretty much similar results. So it's just picking one tool and you don't need to spend money on two or three tools for backlinks, unless you're using them for different things. But if you're just looking at backlinks and they're all pretty much similar. Gotcha. Their, their, their ability to determine the page authority or whatever is is pretty, pretty spot on, I guess, then. Um, not really. Those are just guesstimates. And oh, they're, they're not, just I would not trust any of those domain authority, page authority, Majestic Trust Flow, Site Flow, Alexa. There's thousands of different rankings, but they're not Google. So those right. can all be related and I don't trust any of those. I look well, at the back, like, I'm not looking at Moz domain authority or page authority or Ahrefs domain rank and page rank because those can be manipulated. And I see it all the time where people just build backlinks to build backlinks to increase the domain authority, but they're not getting any traffic and that website's actually gonna do more harm than good if you get a backlink from it. Gotcha, that's good to know. So there are there's some strategy involved in that too. So it can't just be a one size fits all. That's really interesting. Um, so what do you do when you are looking at a client's website and you're getting a plan, what does that process, what's the first thing you're going to do? Do a website analysis. So always got to do a website analysis. Gotcha. I offer free analysis to anybody that wants me to check out the website from an SEO perspective and see what's working, what's not working, because what happens is I have to look at your competitors, see how much SEO they've done versus you. And then I can figure out what needs to be done because Every business, yeah, it's going to be different. Size them up and then get a plan of action. I, I like that idea. Scope out your competitors and and see what they're. And so when you're looking at a competitor's website to formulate this plan, what are you looking for from them? You're looking at their backlinks. You're looking at what are you looking at to gauge what your next move is going to be? Well, looking at their backlinks, their site structure, their hierarchy, their keywords, pretty much you can see everything they're doing and you can see their exact SEO strategy. If you look in the right places, nothing's really hidden. So just going in and looking at it, taking a deeper dive, and then just trying to figure out what's working, what's not working, and how to incorporate what's working into your website and avoid what's not working for them. And now let me ask you something else. I, I use, I want to get your opinion on it. Um, I use a, uh, for content creation, I use a, a software called Rank IQ. Are you familiar with them at all? No, there's so many yeah. different tools out okay. there. That one. It's basically like it's for your blog and it tells you who the top dog are and kind of why they are. And then tells you how many keywords 
or how, how big the article, which is my biggest frustration because I don't like writing 2000 word plus articles, but um, it'll tell you that and then kind of the density of keywords that you need to shoot for. Uh, so it's pretty useful. I was just curious if you used anything like that or if you had experience with it, but. Um, but uh, yeah, there's lots of tools out there like that that will show you competitor analysis and try to look at the on-page SEO so you quickly see what needs to be done, what keywords you should incorporate, how many times you should mention it, what headers, how much text your competitors are doing, because it all comes down to looking at your competitors and figure out what, they're, what they've done and how you can do a better job of it. And if the tool is going to do that for you and automate some of that, then that's definitely going to be a beneficial. Now, if so, so let me ask you this. If somebody has a website, is there a web, are there certain websites and maybe hosting for that matter that you should or shouldn't go with or you should stay away from? I don't think any of that really matters. As long as it, your website loads quickly and is up, that's all that matters. Google doesn't look at your hosting company. Gotcha. Gotcha. Okay. All right. That's good to know. I don't think they, do. I don't think they would look at it if you're using GoDaddy or another one because that doesn't really impact it. As long as it's your website's live and has uptime and loads quickly from the hosting, that would be an impact. But I don't think it matters what company you're using as long as you have one that's reliable and gets it up there quickly and loads quickly and gotcha. doesn't have your set down. Yeah, yeah, that's a big deal. That's, <laughs> that's cause for trouble. Um, so with uh, regards to your business and what you do with optimizing uh, websites, obviously, have the, has there been a client that was it was particularly challenging for you? And if so, why? Yeah, I've had really tough clients where someone's selling just like t-shirts and then we're trying to compete against like Nordstrom's and Amazon and Target and Walmart. And it's like, all right, if you're just a small mom and pop shop and you're trying to compete against these big players, it's going to be really, really tough. Eventually we can, but it's going to be tough to rank them because you got to think that probably teams of people do an SEO versus if you're just right. a small startup, it's going to be really tough. So finding something more niche and more unique is going to help out. So try not to find more general types of websites, but something that is actually possible to rank for or finding something that differentiates them. Maybe they're selling like organic children's clothing or something like that. Then it's going to be a little bit more niche and that's going to help out. But if it's just something really general, it's going to be really tough to break. Totally. Through. Yeah. So we run a, a notary business and in the organic search, obviously we can, we can compete with UPS in the map stack. That's pretty easy. But um, in the organic search, obviously UPS has got, they got a whole army of people. So they are always top organic search almost everywhere. Um, probably always will be, but uh, the good thing, if it's local and then organic, we're able to pull some decent rank, but um I think what helps us out in this aspect is in this from a business standpoint, not the, the, the ranking, uh, they can be ahead of me all they want. I think is that the general public knows that their service is kind of poor. So <laughs> they opt for another notary service, but uh, <laughs> their reviews are always horrible. But uh, so that plays to our advantage, I think, but, um, but they are one that, uh, you know, I, you, I don't think we could ever beat them. We can beat them in local, town to town, but I don't think we could ever beat them in a larger search. And I, I guess I don't have to, but um, I get what you're saying about you could be, you might be too broad. You might be in too broad of an industry and you need to scope it down. So uh, that's cool. Now you said you do do a little, you've kind of done some digital marketing. Do you have a favorite platform that you like to market on? 
Uh, my favorite platform is where your audience is because you don't need to be everywhere. You just need to be where your audience is. So if they're on Facebook, got to be on Facebook. If they're on Instagram, got to be on Instagram. If they're on Yelp, got to be on Yelp. If they're on some obscure site that you've never heard of, but that's where your audience is, got to be there. It's all about just knowing who your audience and where they are. doesn't matter what platform you're on, what search engine. You just got to be in front of your audience. If they're on Amazon, Google, Yelp, Twitter, LinkedIn, whatever it may be, but that's really the most important thing is taking a step back and trying to figure out who your audience is and where are they and how do I get in front of them on those platforms? That's um, really valuable advice. That's really sound. Do you have a method? I know mine's on YouTube, but um, do you, other than my local clientele, they're on Google, but uh, uh, do you have a, um, a method for determining that, say for a client? Yeah, I would say look at your competitors and see what platforms are active on. And that's going to give you ideas of where you potentially might want to be active on. Like maybe you see your clients are post or your competitors are posting on Facebook every single day, but they're not getting any engagement. Then maybe it's not the best platform or maybe they're doing Facebook wrong, but, or maybe Facebook might be where you need to be, but you just need to do it in a different way than they're doing. But you can kind of get ideas and gauge off what your competitors are doing, where they're active, what platforms they're using, but the best is just take a step back and try to think if you're looking for your product or service, where would you go? Gotcha. Gotcha. Good to know. And your approach with those platforms, is it same thing? Just putting out a bunch of organic stuff or do you dabble in any pay-per-click? I'll help out with some paid ads. If you want to run paid ads on Google, usually works the best because people are searching on Google. They're looking for you. So you can be in front of them when they're searching. That's going to be a lot more beneficial than trying social media and interrupting people based off interest. But there's no intent behind that. Right, right. And that gets back to what we very first talked about is that people find you organically. They're naturally just going to be your highest converting client. Uh, so then it behooves people to go ahead and create some content, get some stuff out there uh, to get their brand recognition, so to say. Um, yeah, it's more trustworthy. Good. So with uh, regard to SEO, tell me about SEO optimizers. You, it sounds like you, we've covered some of it, but tell me something I haven't asked you yet. I would say that the more important things is just building those backlinks, getting Google to read the content on your website. Those are going to help out building that trust and getting Google to then know what keywords to rank you for. But those two are the bigger aspects of SEO. But SEO is like a puzzle. There's a lot of pieces to it, but content and backlinks are some of the bigger aspects of it. So if they focus on that, they would definitely see some movement right away. Yeah, no, I can definitely attest to that. It seems like the more in-depth of a blog that I write, the more well thought out it is, um, the lengthier it is, um, it gets picked up by somebody. It's interesting to check your backlinks and go, oh, this new site shared an article that I wrote. Well, that's awesome. Uh, and it's cool. Uh, but it's interesting that 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 actually works because I think for the newbie or the beginner, they might question or doubt some of this stuff. But the reality is, is that if you put out some quality content, there's always somebody out there looking for it. Mm -hmm. You just got to make sure people find it because you can put out the best article, make the best website, but got to do some marketing to kind of get people finding it. Once people start finding it, then it's going to get that snowball effect where it's going to get more and more shared. But you have to do some push of that's where the SEO or paid ads, media, email, whatever you are to push it out there to get people to find it. And then that's going to start spreading the word. 
All right, Brandon. So tell people about what, you know, where they can find you, your dot coms. And um, obviously you're on YouTube. Uh, I think you're on all of them, but I, I saw you got a pretty good thing going on on YouTube. So that's yeah, so actually create a special gift for everyone. If they go to my website at seooptimizers.com, that's S-E-O-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S.com forward slash gift. They can find that gift there along with my contact information and a bunch of classes I've done over the years. I've thrown up there for free so they can watch those and see step-by-step step how to do a lot of stuff that we talked about. And also if they want to book some time on my calendar, I'm happy to check out their website from an SEO point of view and see what's working, what's not working and how to get them to the level that they want to be at. And they can book some time on my calendar for free there as well. Awesome. That is, we appreciate you extending that. It's always a good idea to, audit your website and see what's going on as odds are there's something simple that Brandon can fix that you're just not aware of. If you don't, if you aren't in this, uh, you know, this isn't your profession, then this is his profession. So you trust the expert. So Brandon Leibowitz, he's seooptimizers.com. Brandon, thank you for being on the Notary Ninja show. Um, it's been very insightful. I think people are going to uh, be able to take some value from this. So we really appreciate your input and your insight. Thank you for having me on today. All right. All right. Tune in next time, guys.